Hello and welcome to Lightspeed, where we discuss music and music production-related topics in under 15 minutes. My name is Sunwarper. And my name is Curtis. Thank you ever so much for joining us today. This week we are discussing the idea of collaboration, uh, collaborative work, and working together in the music community. That's right. We just wrapped up a collab and um, we wanted to take a look at one of the songs from it and the stems that Curtis sent me um, to show the sort of approach when you get a bunch of stems, you know, it can feel a little daunting or you don't know where to go with it exactly. So we wanted to discuss some of the methods we used when we wrote this um, EP. We have, a, we, have a, we have an EP coming out at the end of the month, which has a couple of new tracks in which we have just swapped some stems. Uh, the lead track from that mothership is one that you have done, haven't you, Sam Walker? That's right. Yeah, you sent some really cool stems and I just obliterated them with effects and time shifts and pitch shifts and added some other things. And it became this crazy thing that caused us to name it Voyage. <laughs> well, this is the way. This is the way. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> so let's dive into it shall we yeah so we're gonna um look at the reason project that i made from it so we'll be right back so yeah uh this is the project file for mothership uh originally i made a little loose lo-fi-ish loop uh which i then sent over to sun warper to basically fuck around with and this is this is actually the first time i'm seeing it and it, it's a lot bigger than when i sent him i think i was what there were only about seven or eight layers when well, i well so the ones like, that the ones that aren't chopped up are most of the ones you've sent or the well the ones that aren't like little tiny midi or chopped up ones that's the original ones and then like a couple of these drum ones i chopped up and um looped in new ways with some effects and then like um added other things too yeah so uh as you said when you first look at a bunch of these stems like you're looking uh at the project file now it can be kind of daunting with where to start like where can you start putting your own voice or your own spin on it um so the first thing i did was i i found something i could focus on which was this little lead line and uh the main pad we knew from the start we wanted to call it mothership so i really wanted the mm -hmm. intro to be very alien foreboding like introduce you to this idea that this is very spacey and weird. So I took that lead line and I um, pitch shifted it, uh, I think an octave, and then I chopped it up. I made it much faster. Like I sped up each little part so you can hear it. And it's also that second one, texture two, is it reversed? So it's like it plays and then kind of echoes in the background and comes back. It's a little quieter, but it's there. And here it just kind of sets it apart at the start. So that's where I started. Uh, what, what drew you to that as a starting position? I mean, you said that's where you started. What put you in that position? It's just that it was rather than just a simple drone, it adds a bit of change uh and and emphasizes the drone it doesn't just sit mm -hmm. under it or something it really adds and it's a it's a really weird bit of sound so when you add all these crazy um effects and speed alterations pitch alterations you're getting these weird artifacts as well and i know it's usually good to stray away from those but sometimes you want them like i was saying i wanted it to be very alien sounding and those weird grainy shifts and you know uh, the background swells that I have in texture two 
cause it to just be very off-putting right from the start. Like, if you just listen from the start, I mean, I added a sample too, but like, it should just feel a little disturbing, you know? It, it's not right. Like, it's, it's, it, you're hearing all these weird artifacts and things like that. And yeah, it's lo-fi, which is what you wanted. So from there, you had this beat. I think this is the one. Yeah, yeah, that horrible, it's a, it's, horrible Ableton beat. Yeah. <laughs> but there was a bunch of other textures on top of them. Like you had this hat, you had, um, you know, there's the sub, of course, which is going. Um, and you had all these other, like, little hats. And then you had these cool snares, but they, they weren't delayed. And they were much more spaced out. So I really liked the the snare rolls that you had and let me get them without the um the delays that i added i think it's snare two so i heard that little dut, 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 and i knew there was something there but i wanted a, a different kind of drum beat so um i wanted to kind of put my spin on the drums and i wanted it to be a little more fast paced and it stops and starts and comes and goes so I added these drums and there's a little filter effect um, at the start. So it starts without the snare. And then it builds. And then it just fades out for a second. And then here's what I did with those snares. That works out. I mean, I suppose that in that sense, that is the, the basis of a collaboration, you know, the idea of yeah. adding instrumentation but then not dominating over it, you know, exactly. The fusing yeah. of two minds as opposed to like taking stuff out and going, nah, I'm going to put my stuff in before that is when we kind of, that's when it stops being a collaboration or anything like that, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's the beauty of the collab. Like we talked about at the start, it's that you're bringing different minds together to approach things in a different way. Um, and you get sounds that you normally wouldn't get like those snare sounds, you know, like I do some of those uh, doubled snares and things, but those rolls like that with delays and stuff, it, I usually never think of it, but whenever I hear it, when you've got like a stem you send me, I always do that. Cause I just love the sound. Like in trans Pacific, it does it too. There's a format in there somewhere. I think. <laughs> yeah. I think we're, we're somewhere. creating a format, yeah, aren't I mean, we? <laughs> staying true to type, staying true to type. Yeah, um, I mean that that works in its own right, you know. Like you gotta when you get the lo when you get the stems in the door, just start somewhere. I remember like the the first the first stems that you sent me, which became periapsis. The there was this whole bank. I think it was what it was. It was a big file. I think it was about sixteen. I think it was. About I mean, 16 in case them, you didn't do, get a clue it. from this file. They're usually pretty large. <laughs> <laughs> Look, like there's a piano I never yeah, even used did... except for one part. I just have this one held chord, but the rest I just muted. Like, they're not even there. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, you you get these stems in, and you want to do a good job of it, and you want to get through it, and you realize that you, you kind of sit, and you look at the big, massive waveforms on your door, and you go, right, shit, I've got to start somewhere, you know? Yeah. And I think... Um, survey channel said it best you just got to make your mind up you just got to make a choice yeah. and start cutting start filtering start doing something and then even if you don't like it something down the line will come through from that and yeah exactly before you know it you're in the rabbit hole yeah you know, i mean just hole. like with this piano this was the thing i added after that lead line 
I was like, oh, I'll put a piano because, you know, we were going originally for that lo-fi vibe. So I thought I'd add like a, um, as the name says, lo-fi vibe. It's one of my uh, things that I've made like a Rhodes and um, it just didn't feel right. And then I just started making it more and more alien sounded. And like, um, instead of doing that, I decided, well, I didn't want to put a lot of chords because this song is very barren in that nature. There's the the bass that's giving a bit of chord progression, like an interval change, and then there's the lead, but that's about it. So what I did was I added a synth instead of the piano that just kind of sits behind your drone. And when you do that pitch shift, instead of pitch shifting, it does the notes that the bass is playing. So it adds just a little bit. You can kind of hear it building. I have a filter rising. Ah, there you go. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So it just it just that, adds that little bit of background that's um, something you didn't have and not something I probably would have added, but it's there um, as part of the collaborative spirit that it's really important to embrace when you're doing a collab. Well, I mean, you touched on an interesting point, the idea of uh, adding stuff as they were. You can't be afraid to add stuff. You can't be afraid to also cut the crap out of it. Yeah. Um, the the original the original one I sent you had a load of 808 drops in there. Yeah, they're they're they are they're all muted. Sorry, <laughs> they're, they're they're still here. No, no, they're just cool. they're they're still here. They're just <laughs> muted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, there's no issue with that at at, at all. Like, yeah. There's no kind of like ego trip or anything like this. You know, the 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 loops that were sent then become something new, and that is totally fine. Uh, cut away, take away, add stuff. There's no kind of there's, there should be no real kind of animosity there if that happens, you know. Um, some things work for some people and not for others, and that is absolutely fine. That is, if you're handing, Alistair touched on it in our past Audionautic, once you hand the stems over to someone else, it's no longer fully your own composition. Yeah. If you're, if you are, if you're married to it, don't give it to anyone else, you know, do it for you. But yeah. mean, you've got to accept that these things kind of grow and become entities in their own right. But that, that truly comes on to it, is, is in the idea that you have to embrace the collaborative spirit. The idea of collabs, the idea of collaborating with someone, it, there's always there's two sides to it. And what I, I feel what is pushed is the marketing side of it. You know, like you gain a new audience, you gain a new set of followers, you tap into another quote-unquote niche and that is what fuels you as a as an artist. But what is kind of left out, if you ask me, is that idea of, you know, going past your own boundaries and working out new boundaries, yeah. getting out of your comfort zone, if you will. You know, um, yeah. you're not going to you're not going to make something that is part of your own canon. And that's totally fine. There's nothing wrong with that. And, and to to assume that that is going to happen, that's that's only doing a detriment to yourself, you know. Yeah, and I I think it's glossed over because everybody wants to focus on, you know, how do I get more exposure and this and that. But it's like if you're making music for the artistic expression, then this is the true beauty of collaboration is that you can get perspectives you wouldn't normally get. Well, yeah, that, I mean, that, that kind of boils it down to it, really. And I, like we say, we, pu- we push this idea of gaining the numbers. And this, we've, we talked about number chasing and achievement hunting until we're blue in the face. But the, at the end of the day, we're still relatively young, new musicians, a lot of us, you know? And, like, I mean, the, the exploration of music is endless. 
you can do anything to your blue yeah. in the face, you know. Uh, I mean, yeah. like, and the importance is the art. And, you know, with Interstellar Daydream specifically, like, the the warping that you hear, it, I mean, the warping that you hear from Interstellar Daydream, I would never have kind of gone that far with it if I hadn't received the stems that I got, you know? Yeah, I mean, it, it just keeps coming back to the, the point that with collabs you need to be willing to set aside your expectations of anything because it's never going to turn out how you expected you know we went into this wanting to make the lo-fi a little something lo-fi ish just because we were both feeling it at the time and then the stuff we sent each other just morphed into these things and and would you believe it in the end they both met the a vision that matched like i made something very alien out of mothership and then you made something very warped and alien out of um interstellar daydream so it still came to a point where we met on some idea even if it wasn't what we originally imagined thank you for tuning in for today as you're probably aware by now uh this is not the usual light speed time this is because from now on light speed will be the podcast iteration of audio nautic yeah that's right we've got a lot of good feedback about the light speeds and we want to just focus on more singular topics and really dive deep into them thank you ever so much for listening if you want to find us we are on discord at audio nautic and all the socials now all every social is now at audio nautic uh yeah come say hey